Hello and welcome to your Security Boost podcast, in which we demystify security and simplify protection for your personal and business valuable assets. I am Yota Nikolaidou, your hostess. Let's get started. Before we dive into today's episode, I have an announcement to make. Today is a very special Monday. Our first anniversary has just passed. My mission with your security boost is to demystify security and simplify protection, to alter your mindset and habits around security, and become the force of your protection muscle training. Without you, there would be no your security boost. So thank you truly for being part of my life. Thank you for helping us make it to our very first anniversary. And thank you for being loyal listeners and for trusting us for actionable security advice. With no further delay, let's dive into today's episode. The four forces behind cybersecurity collapse. Cybersecurity, as most people know it, is collapsing. And here are the four forces which are causing this to happen. Force number one, mobility and interconnection of things, data, and devices. I guess this is the most prominent and profound change as since 2012, all devices and data have been interconnected through the internet. We call it the internet of things in technical terms, but basically it has to do with this trend of mobility and interconnection. Think about it. Everywhere you go, there is Wi-Fi available and hotspots. Your data do not live on a specific device anymore. It is on a cloud and synced through different devices so that you have uninterrupted access to it from everywhere at any time and with no limitations or restrictions. Well, that comes with a price. The price for a change that cannot be supported through the current infrastructure of security setup at the price you are willing to pay. Everything comes with a price. And the more mobility and interconnection you seek, the more you are opening yourself up to risk of cyber attacks, which grows exponentially. Force number two, the opening of hardware-level Pandora box attacks. For decades, specific tools and attack methodologies were developed by government agencies in order to be able to capture criminals and promote their country's interests. And for decades, only those agencies were able to use them. Recently, many of those tools and methodologies leaked onto the internet, literally opening everyone up to a world of dangers which are Undetectable. Why undetectable? Most of the population is familiar with software level attacks and those covered with an antivirus and a firewall. Yet, now we live in the world of zero days, backdoors, and side channel attacks, which are samples of highly sophisticated level attacks. That is why I call it opening of the hardware level Pandora box. If you want examples of such attacks, think about the most recent Meltdown and Spectre, which made the headlines big time. About a year ago, 
or the CIA's Vault 7 toolbox and NSA's Eternal Blue exploit, which was used, surprise, surprise, to perform the well-known for everyone in terms of number of people affected and catastrophic results, WannaCry ransomware attack and Petia cyber attack. The last two years, worldwide attacks clearly indicate that we are in the era of hardware-level Pandora box attacks and there is currently nothing in the security industry arsenal to stop those. Force number three, an outdated infrastructure architecture. I have introduced you to another level of attacks which are undetectable, hardware-level attacks. So let's talk more about hardware. Even though the software level and technology are moving at a really fast pace, hardware architecture, on the other hand, has stayed stagnant. I mean, yes, for those who understand hardware, you might say, but after the year 2000, we were focusing on power consumption at the hardware level. Yes, we did. Yet, we never changed the processor's architecture in terms of security. We are designing everything with the rusty 1985 processor architecture in which security was not a requirement, simply because security back then was not a requirement, was not an issue. And it wasn't because force number one was just a dream of only the most visionaries. Force number four, the elite's breakdown of ethics. Let's face it, our world is built on money, not ethics and solid values. And we have the huge trend of the online marketplace taking over the traditional physical location businesses. A new world of opportunities has been opened for everyone to sell their products, services, and skills, if you wish. Through the internet, have the ability to reach literally everyone around the world. Well, like everything, the use we make of any medium of improvement depends on who we are. So it didn't took long for a number of hackers with elite capabilities to capitalize this opportunity by developing and marketing through a non-easy to detect and control part of the internet, plug and play tools for anyone to buy. As you know, a big pool of clients means ability to sell at lower prices. And in this case, we are talking about identity theft at the cost of a coffee, stealing of business-related intellectual property in the cost of hundreds or thousands, and human survival in the hands of terrorist groups and their ability to fund their physical attacks through ransomware. I call it the elite breakdown of ethics, which has enabled an army of weaponized soldiers and mediums of destruction. These elite hackers manage to control and shape the world around us while making profit and remaining anonymous, most of them. They are current movers and shakers of the reality we live in. You can think about them as the worldwide secret government in charge. As for the soldiers, they are busy having fun by blocking people from accessing the internet on a coffee shop or stalking a person for their sick reasons or feeling cool 
by being a member of a botnet so that the real hacker will not get caught while destroying a target online or even stealing a few thousand dollars by ransomware. What they do not know, though, is that they are the toys of greater perpetrators and, in a bigger scale, they are innocent in codes, small games, are creating a supply chain of destruction of the planet. It would be really nice for everyone to grow up and know the impact of their actions, even though I do not expect this to happen anytime soon. Let's have a tweetable. In order to solve a problem, you have to be able to know its roots and the forces enabling it. There you go. The four forces behind cybersecurity collapse. As always, the best discussions happen after the episode. So now it's the time to share your views about the forces behind cybersecurity collapse. I cannot wait to hear your comments, so leave them below or head to yotanikolaido.com and let's continue the conversation. You will find the link in the description of this episode. Have a great day and until next Monday, stay safe.